It's about that time for some nosebleed seats to show everyone can afford to listen to Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chiafalo. Good day on a Tuesday, friends, family, countrymen. Whoa, you had a little, just like sprinkled in a little accent. Yeah, there. you know, it's good to do it every once in a while. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. I hope you're doing well. And uh, we're a few days now removed from our around the rim a week ago leading up to the NBA trade deadline. Now that the trade deadline has happened, nothing we said would happen or even talked about did happen. Literally nothing. nothing. Like it so, was one of the most wasteful shows we've ever had. Probably. I felt like a complete moron. So if you want to turn this off now and just not even listen to the segment because we clearly don't know what we're talking about. I totally feel you. No, because now we're just talking about things that did happen. Yeah, like so we can't get this we, wrong. That's Come true. On. That's true. We do know that this is like 100%. We're just giving our opinion on it. But how much does our opinion really matter? Oh, less than less than zero. Yeah. Right? Negatives, dude. So we're going around the rim. And I, just one quick housekeeping thing. I got to just let you know about this, Walchuk. I had, I had some McDonald's earlier. I was in a bind. I was starving. I had no choice. And now it's coming back on me here. And so I'm, I'm wanting to go around the rim, but I might end up having to run into the bathroom at some point. Okay, that's fair. And I fair. mean that, because that McDonald's, you know how that goes. It's not long after you Do I know McDonald's, how it goes? That quarter pounder, that double quarter pounder starts kicking back, and it is starting to kick back. I don't think anyone wants to go around my rim. Okay, so here's a side note, not really rim-related. Really? I guess it is. Why would you get away from the rim? Because this is worth it. I guess it is somewhat rim-related, if you understand where I'm going. Oh, I'm all about the rims. So I know you're into the rims, and you've had you know several women come in and out of your life. Wow. Have you ever How did been, it go from rims? Have to you ever women? been with a girl that's no. had that similar issue that I'm talking about that you just brought up with the McDonald's? You might have to run to the restroom. It's oh, not setting well. Where she like basically she's got some stomach issues, like a stomach bug, you know, just oh, like yeah. a just like a 24 hour blue. Yeah, baby girl flu. gets sick. Yeah. And you got to take care of baby girl in her really weakest and not darkest moment great moment yeah absolutely you got to hold that hair back for your girl not if even that girl dude, not even that we're just talking straight up sitting down out the side wow i don't know i don't know it sounds like you've had some horror stories it wasn't horror stories she was very graceful um just the situation itself first time i've really been put in that predicament and i felt terrible because it's like there's not much you can do and i know when that's me i'm like look just leave me alone and let me handle this yeah. myself. that's why honestly once i get into a relationship with a girl i usually try to ask her that like you know if when the time comes that you get sick or whatever what kind like do you want me to just leave you alone do you want me to be there to comfort you what what do what do you want me to do because i'm down to do whatever i just want to know what you want and i don't want to figure it out in the moment you know mm-hmm. i don't want you to tell me while you're sick and angry to bleep off just tell me now, yeah, you know what? I'm sick. I just don't really want to be messed with. Cool. Beautiful. I'm the same way. Jeez. You know what? That's actually brilliant. You just got to get ahead of the game. No, you're, that's truck. smart, and that's for experience. You've got that jump on me. No doubt. Um, I didn't even consider that until the time came. You know, I think that she's more of the girl that, that's like, I want the comfort if possible. But she did eventually just go, go take care of herself. So... I don't know. I tried to do my best. It just kind of triggered a, a conversation that I'd like to have. You know, I, I feel like we've gotten away a little too much of having that just personal openness. No with question. Our, with our nosebleed fam I'm in the you. safe space. So I think any time that something just triggers us here, let's just voice it and share it. Because I know I'm not the only one that's dealt with that. No, definitely not. And I know I'm not the only one that's dealt with a post-McDonald's catastrophe. Not at all. 
I think and, we, I was there probably a week ago this and time. And I'm experiencing it in real time right now. How is it? Is it gurgling? It is. Okay, so we might have to stop Just below the belly button. But listen, you also went before we started recording, too. I, I know. My loyalty, right through you. my loyalty is to you and the listeners and the rim. All right? And so that's what we're here for. And I'm going to fight through. It's just, just adversity. It's right? just advice, adversity. Advice. And all, <laughs> advice just adversity, dude. And I'm going to fight through it. All right, okay. so back to it, though. So, the, so the, the trade deadline happened, right? And we got it all wrong, okay? But we did get one thing right, that Cleveland was going to have to do something. Mm-hmm. So what they do? Nothing. They went to L.A. Oh, yeah. Got a couple guys. They went to Houston. I mean, make it Utah, I mean. Got a couple guys. Rodney Hood. Mormon country. Do you know who, before, before last week, before the deadline, before this trade went down, did you know who Rodney Hood was? I feel like Rodney Hood might have been a former NFL safety. So do I. For the Eagles. Okay, yes, that's exactly who I'm thinking of. So if you would have mentioned the name Rodney Hood to me just five days ago, I would have said to you, oh yeah, former Eagle. Yeah. What's he up to? Chilling? Probably. Well, Rodney Hood actually plays in the NBA. Whoa, he's playing basketball now? No, 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 not that one. It's it's just a guy with the same name. I think they're cousins. No kidding. Rodney Hood is a big man. Cousins with the same name? Playing in Utah, and uh, he's a he's a three and D guy. So they trade Dr- Jay Crowder over there. Wait, a three and D, three and D, yeah. Okay, he, I got I get what you're going. Loves the threes, ugly girls, and he loves the D. Mm-hmm. So Rodney Hood's a Cleveland Cavalier. Jay Crowder and Derrick Rose get sent to Utah. Then Cleveland turns over to Los Angeles, picking some Lakers guys they want. They get themselves a Jordan Clarkson and a Larry Nance. And then they also snagged George Hill off of Utah as well. So they got four new guys. They got rid of Isaiah. I mean, they basically traded the whole team. I, I was I, At one point, I was expecting to get traded from the Cleveland Cavaliers on the trade deadline. I got a text. That I wasn't worth anything on the market. Wow. Like they they would tried need, to they offer would, you up. and For cash even. And I couldn't even get 20 bucks. You couldn't even get for like an unprotected or, or a max protected second round pick? Nothing. Dear God. Nothing. That's I a little bit of a slap in the face. Worthless in the NBA circle. I know. I, th- I feel like I've got a great jump shot. Mm, I don't know if anybody else feels that way. Fair. But anyways, Cleveland really revamps their whole squad. They get rid of Isaiah Thomas. They get rid of Derrick Rose. They get rid of Jay Crowder. My boy D. Wade comes back to the Miami Heat. Oh, my gosh. That's the news, baby. Dwayne Wade is back with the Miami Heat. How do you feel? What's going on? We should have been done. This should have been a Wade-themed week. I know. It really should have been, and we might end up having to do that because... It feels so good, man, and and we got those we got those city uniforms going I can on see right the now. Joy in your face, yeah, we got those like Miami Vice neon uniforms going on right Number now. Number one first new game show, back. Miami Vice. Everybody freaking goes nuts at, whenever he comes into the game. The the arena erupted. His first game was at home at the AAA, and let me tell you something, dude. It was it was a chills moment, and then he got like a game clinching block at the end of the game. Just, no uh, just in clutch fashion, like he always does. And the good thing about Wade going to the Heat right now is we actually could use him. It's not just kind of one of those deals where, hey, it's nice that we get Wade back and he's just going to be uh, uh, just a, a face. No, he's actually going to be a guy because we don't have anybody that can score at the end of games. Guy that can create their own shot. Guy that is dependable at the end of the game, and he is. So uh, it's nice to have him. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, so that was just a little side note there. Probably the biggest moment of the trade deadline for me, but not for everybody. The biggest thing was this Cleveland deal. Cleveland now has Jordan Clarkson. Now they have George Hill running points to Isaiah Thomas. They got Hood 
and they got Nance. And what they did was they got younger, they got more athletic, they got better on defense. And, and they and they check, I, I check, know, check. And I guess they can shoot the ball well because they got rid of like Channing Fry. They got rid of some of these guys that just weren't doing anything. For well, them. and ITU clearly just wasn't working on and off the court. Not at all. Not at all. And there was it was so dysfunctional. LeBron had checked out. LeBron needed something to put a pep in his step. And I think getting these young guys, getting guys that are going to play defense, especially a George Hill. Uh, and, and a Rodney Hood. And George really Hill's got defense. some big game experience with San Antonio, yeah. man. Yeah, absolutely. He's been there, done that. And with uh, with the Pacers. Yep, good He's, point. Big, I forgot that he stopped with in with, uh, yeah. with Indiana. He actually had some bouts against LeBron in the Heat whenever he was on the Pacers. There's so a respect there. There is a respect there. And so so I think it's a great deal for Cleveland, honestly. I, w- it, I was not expecting that at all. Like, when I saw that go down, I was just like, it was a whirlwind for me. And initially, I don't know too much about Larry Nance and, and Jordan Clarkson. But from everything I hear, they're young guys who play pretty good defense. Yeah, all I know about Clarkson is he's a good defender. I know nothing about Nance. I thought that was a joke. Okay. Wow. Okay. And I thought it was Nancy. Oh, you thought it was Nancy. No, there's no why. It's just... Is it Larry uh, Nancy Jr.? Is that the guy we're talking about? just Larry Nance. No no why. I know, but sometimes the why's silent. Yeah. Then why am I saying Not in it? this case. I guess in this case it is. So they get Larry, they get George, and Rodney, and and now Cleveland goes out just just two days ago against Boston on Paul Pierce's uh, retirement night, his jersey retirement. It's a big thing. It's a huge celebration. Everybody's excited. The Boston Celtics are the number one team in the East. Kyrie Irvin, believe you, LeBron, LeBron and the Cavs, the new look Cavs, come into town and put a whooping. Oh, on that those Celtics. Whoopings. First game back, first game with all their, their new guys, and LeBron looks re-energized. He looks happy. Looks like he just got out of a really bad relationship and then got into a, an incredible one. So we go from the sky is falling to now, like, it's cool. Cleveland's still the best team in the East. Cleveland now, now I think it's safe to say the LeBrons are the best team in the East. So the LeBron Cavaliers are still the team to beat. Well, they go out and they smoke Boston in Boston. Who's the number one team in the East? Oh, wait a second. What about Toronto? Don't, okay. don't forget the Canadian brothers. That's that's fair. That's fair. And Toronto's been good this year. So it's hard for me to really hate They've on been good, them. really, for the last five years. Oh, no, yeah. They've been, they've been, they've been and, good. And they've this year, had they, good series against LeBron at times. You almost, they never quite do it, but they're competitive. Exactly. And so I, I think everybody kind of dismisses Toronto, even though this year, even more so than in the last three, four, five years, Toronto's been pretty dang good. Dang, but I, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm not going to pick DeMar DeRozan and company to beat LeBron James. It's not going to happen. And, Le, and LeBron, this is what LeBron needs. LeBron needs guys who are, that will play defense and can shoot the three. That's all, all he really needs is some guys out there that can, that are athletic enough to run around and try hard and play some defense. The rest kind of takes care of itself. And so I think if you're going to get a, a re-energized LeBron here, the, the, the one thing though is in the NBA, they don't really practice a whole lot in general, especially during the season. It's just a long season. Mm-hmm. Most of their stuff's just walk through, shoot around, film, that kind of deal. Well, the Cavs, more than maybe any team, do not practice. I mean, they do not practice. They're not trying to put any extra wear on tear, really on LeBron, but I guess on the whole team. So it's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing develops. Because You don't they have, think that if LeBron feels they need to practice, that they just will? Like he um, might he might make that executive call. Like, guys, yeah. we need to kind of hit Coach the gym LeBron, today. Coach LeBron will do that. Get some camp going. Yeah. Well, GM LeBron made the trade. So I think if, if Coach LeBron felt like in order to make that trade work out good for GM LeBron... He'll go ahead and throw his squad out there and put, run around. Put the extra work in, no big deal. And I think I think player 
you know, perennial all-star LeBron. Not his favorite, but he'll do it. He'll do it, you know? If GM LeBron and Coach LeBron say so, I think player LeBron says, all right, whatever. So all three LeBrons are like, let's just I think get it some, done. I think for there's the, some patico right now. For the good of, uh, good of the franchise and good of the team. Still going to lose to Golden State or Houston. I agree. Or San Antonio. Don't agree there. Actually, I think they beat San Antonio. It was kind of funny, though, dude, because this whole Paul Pierce thing with Isaiah Thomas, remember, because Isaiah Thomas was going to get a tribute video if he was still in Cleveland at this point, going back into the TD Garden. He was going to get a tribute video, but it was also Paul Pierce's night where they retire his jersey. Oh, so there that's was right. The back and forth with that. So then IT's not even on the team. So so Isaiah Thomas isn't even going to get his his tribute video in Boston. At this point, why does it even matter? It does. No, it never mattered. It never actually mattered. But I think because his sister passed away and then he came out and played and he was a dominant player. He's forever like got a little bit of legend status with Boston. But now it can't happen this year because L.A. doesn't go to Boston at all this year. So so Isaiah Thomas gets (laughs) traded and then also loses his one tribute night that he could kind of hang his hat on. What's the deal with that trade? Did, Did they absorb the whole contract? Like, what's going on with that? Is he a free for agent after this year? The for Lakers? IT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a free agent after this year. So it's kind of a half-season rental, really. And you don't expect them to... I mean, the, the Lakers are trying to clear cap space because they want to make a run at LeBron, which is kind of funny if Cleveland is taking on these Laker players so that the Lakers can free up space to then sign LeBron. That would end up being pretty funny. But I do think if, Le- if this works out for Cleveland, then it makes it more likely that LeBron would stay though I'm still in the in the camp thinking that he's not going to return to Cleveland um if because they got young guys you know Hood and Clarkson and yeah. Nance uh George Hill not so much but they got young guys and they're gonna to have where, a top five pick most likely and they're gonna have that top five pick that Nets pick you're so right so it's like well maybe LeBron especially if they get to the finals and compete you know and they're pretty good or maybe by the grace of God, they win. Well, he's also now the only bona fide superstar on that team. I think Kevin Love now has he's a good player. He's no longer on that superstar level. But in so the now role it's LeBron of being and, the second guy now, just, though. Yeah, well, sure. That's that no second, because he, he's going to fill Thomas, his role, right? That's before, still what it is. He's not a, a guy that's like, oh my gosh, this we've got a Kevin Love. You look at him on paper, it's not like Westbrook and PG-13 even. You For know, sure. It's really just LeBron, and Kevin Love's a good player, but a bunch of role players that he's kind of put together and molded a competitive roster. That'll just do what LeBron wants him to do. Exactly. You're totally right. And, and the it's jury's a perfect still scenario out for him. On Kevin Love in the playoffs in particular, but you saw when Isaiah Thomas was out for the first half of the year, Kevin Love was actually playing really, really well. His three was going down beautifully. He was he was scoring twenty plus a night pretty regularly. And then that kind of faded once Isaiah Thomas got, and then it was just utter dysfunction. And so we'll see if maybe now that he gets back into that that kind of that number two role, maybe Kevin Love gets back to how he was in the beginning of the year where he was just raining threes. I mean, mm-hmm. the dude was dominant for at least six weeks of the season. So so maybe that can happen in, in for him as well. But I think overall is a good move for Cleveland. The good thing for them is they did get younger and more athletic, and they can play defense. And, and then for the and Lakers, guys like Hood, they can shoot the three. For the you've Lakers, opened up flexibility. Exactly, and that's what you want right now. That's what you want. You want a chance at Paul George, LeBron. You know all these guys. You want a shot at them. So. How about the uh, Dallas Mavericks making some noise, getting McBuckets up in here? Oh, McDermott. Yeah. Well, they got rid of McBob, and then they got McDermott. They got rid of McBob. So we're probably not going to come get, back. We're not going to get the McLineup. No, but we're going to get the McDermott's out there. And uh, you know what? That's a, that's a decent young piece for a Maverick team that's trying to rebuild. 
We'll see. We'll see. Why not? He's what a three-point three guy. Yeah. And, no doubt. You need some of those dudes. He got up on a dunk the other night, too. I saw that. He's 6'9", I think. Is he? He's got some solid size to him. Yeah, so there you go. Mavs get involved a little bit. There were, there were a couple other uh, minuscule moves. Yeah, small um, stuff here and there. One, one move that kind of flew under the radar, uh, and this is where the good teams can really take advantage after the trade deadline. Don't make any moves, but then there's a handful of guys like Bellinelli, uh, Joe Johnson, who get bought out, and then a team like the Rockets swoop in and get a Joe Johnson. So now uh, an already deep and very good Houston team adds a Joe Johnson who's obviously on his last leg. But if you can if you can squeeze the last bit out of Joe Johnson in the playoffs, man, that's why not? You know, so so that's another move that happened. That's really the only other team that's a, a really top notch team that added anybody. The Sixers got Bellinelli, uh, but the Sixers aren't winning anything substantial this year. Uh, so yeah, so it was really that Cleveland and Lakers thing that blew the whole world up. Um, no Kemba Walker. Uh, they definitely put feelers out. In, in, and I was saying Kemba Walker. You were saying DeAndre Jordan for Cleveland. Both of them had reportedly got had discussions going on into the day on trade deadline before they ended up settling for that that George Hill and Laker package Crazy, with man. Rodney Hood. So, so I think kudos to Cleveland. They had to do something. They got younger, better on defense, and they can shoot some threes now. And so I think LeBron is happy, at least for the time being. But it's all going to come down to to the end, in the playoffs, in the finals, how good does this group mesh. And then that will that will determine if LeBron's down to stay. But I know he hates that owner, and he would love to stick it to him if he gets that chance. Just give it to him dirty. But I think LeBron's also smart enough to know, listen, obviously I'm from Ohio. I love it here. I love the fans. And if I have a young, up-and-coming team who can play defense and actually be good and then now get uh, get a top five pick from the Nets coming in, you know, maybe this is. And, you know, if you're LeBron, you also might want to stay in the East because the oh, East yeah. That's is the main so, thing. so much worse you than the West. definitely want to stay in the East, no doubt about it. And it's the it's he's the guy. He's running that organization. Everything that he wants, he's moving the pieces. He is the grandmaster. Why would you want to leave that? The only, That's why I don't think, like you mentioned, Houston – I guess teams or players, for whatever reason, do like going to Houston now. We've seen it. Harden's been happy there. Chris Paul decided I'm going to go there. But, man, I don't see him leaving Cleveland unless it's for L.A., and it's mainly because of the side stuff that he does with his career, right? All the endorsements, all the TV stuff, the movie career. He's got a house there. The family is based there. That's the side of it. I think that's the only thing that would entice him is if he can put together some other kind of, I don't know if it's a super team, whatever you want to call it, with the Lakers or the Clippers, if they somehow come out of nowhere, the appeal of L.A. might prong him away from Cleveland. Otherwise, why leave? Why leave right now? Well, because you, you can't stand Dan Gilbert, and maybe your well, team— Yeah, but that's never been—you know, and if maybe you really couldn't stand sucks. Dan Gilbert, maybe your team sucks, but we just laid out why it won't. Yeah, no, I'm with you, but again— Assuming you, he's still the LeBron we know and love. That all has to play out in—they they can't get wrecked. If they get if they lose, if they don't make it to the finals, or in the finals they get smoked— Well, they're probably going to lose in five games, five or six games. Best-case scenario. To either—it'll probably be Golden State again, but if Houston makes it, I feel the same thing. Either way, good for good for Cleveland, good for LeBron, and now it's now it's more exciting because now you feel like okay, this this Cleveland team can at least be competitive, and they were not anywhere close to competitive leading up to this. Not so at all. it was a stink fire. So that was a hell of a move. Uh, the trade deadline brought some fireworks, uh, and and that was another thing I got wrong. I thought it was going to be kind of low key. Maybe they do a, a Walker or a DeAndre Jordan, but it ended up having some fireworks on trade deadline. I'm I'm 
Now I'm already looking forward to next year's NBA trade deadline. I can't say that I am. I am, for sure. I don't think that these were really huge moves, man. The names weren't really like, whoa. I Maybe it was like a, what are those things called? That you hold on the 4th of July, the, the sparklers? Oh, yeah, sparkler. It was maybe like a sparkler trade deadline. Okay, not I a firework. I didn't see the fire. I think we're kind of overshooting it a little bit. If you incorporate the Blake Griffin thing, sure, we can say fireworks. Maybe I got a little overzealous. A little bit. But listen, when you Stuff go around happened, the rim, but it when wasn't you go around like, the rim, you get a little overzealous. Whoa, sometimes. this is crazy. Mind blown. What do we got coming up tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. Do we got, what's your schedule like? I just feel like it's Wednesday. I usually get weird on Wednesday. Weird Wednesday? So if you want to get weird, I would love to get weird with Walchuk. <laughs> All right, come on over. Let's get weird in the safe space.